Welcome to the Tate Company Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Tate, and this is where we have a conversation about self-development. My goal is to hopefully inspire you to start making a positive change in your life. Hello and welcome. Today we have uh, David with us and um, I've been thinking a while to start this thing and you were the first guy that came to my head because I know that what this is all about, this is someone that I could have a, a conversation with and I'm just excited and I'm glad that you that you accepted my offer as a <laughs> As my first podcast, I'm on it. I'm on it, man. so um, yes, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. It's 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 been an um, interesting you know season, right? Um, but yeah, I've been well. Oh, I've yeah. been well, man. Think things are things have been going in the right direction. Yeah, that's brilliant. So so tell me a little bit. It's a bit funny because I've got here, you know, I've sent you some notes and stuff that I wanted to talk about. And one of the things when I was thinking was social media, and I wanted to ask you a little bit about your your social media and when you messaged me back you said what was it you said i'm off instagram for a little while yeah. or something like that so, so yeah. what's what's happening there are you taking yeah. a little break you know social media is an interesting one right um so so many benefits you know like like even from a business perspective you know lots of inspirational stuff i get from there but Sometimes you realize you just fall into habits. You know, when you start consistently just going on an app and you don't even know why you're going on an app, uh, I just realized that, mm. you know, I think there's something, uh, I need to break something here. You know, I'm subconsciously just going on this app all the time. Um, mm. So, yeah, I thought, let me, let me take a break. Let, let me break out of this pattern. Um, you know, once I break out the pattern of me just opening it for no reason, uh, you know, yeah, I can, yeah. I can, I can get back on it, and I think I have a little bit more control over it because I think none of us really like to hear the word "I'm addicted to something," right? <laughs> I think we can, we can justify so many things. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm using it for yeah. this. I'm using it for that. But in reality, you know, yeah, it may yeah, just yeah. be addicted. So yeah, I've taken a break. I've taken a break. You know, not, not like a super long break, but may sometimes take you know a week, sometimes two weeks. Um, just mm. so I can kind of break out of that rut of just going in it for no reason. I like that, that honesty because <laughs> some people, you know, they say, you know, I'm using my Instagram for yeah. my business and I'm trying to network market and I'm trying to do this. But the truth is at the end of the day, you're just waking up first thing in the morning. That's the first exactly. thing you look at. Exactly. That's what it is. You know, crying out for them likes or them something that's going to, you know, give you that serotonin. Mm going to give you that boost so you're going to see something that's going to make you feel good for something and it doesn't come that's true so, so where where what is it that you're using at the moment what do you socialize on where to be honest with you where are people finding to be you? Honest with you i'm not too big on social media i mean the main two apps is instagram and facebook um i mean you want you want to count other things like whatsapp and stuff but um, yeah, Instagram and, and Facebook. So I've kind of, as I said, taken a break from both of them, to be honest with you. And in the meanwhile, um, nah, I, I don't, I don't always see the, the need of, of, of social media all the time, to be honest with you. So I've taken a break from both. So the only app I'm really nice. utilizing the most is Spotify, yeah, yeah. but I don't, I don't think you call that social media, to be honest. 
no, that's not you're consuming differently. Mm. It's 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 music, isn't exactly. it? It's in podcasting and I'm looking here on your LinkedIn yeah. stuff and um there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot here and, and I'm trying to for someone who doesn't yeah. know you, what are they gonna what's the best way to say what are you doing at the yeah. moment? Where are you at? So to be honest, uh, I like I like to keep active, Xavier. You know, uh, I'm a person who just you know, man of action. I just like to, you know, do stuff. Um, so, you know, I'm in an interesting place right now, actually. There's kind of a few things I'm, I'm kind of juggling. Um, and I, I try, I really try not to be a jack of all trades, <laughs> but you know, when, when certain things are just, certain Itch. things are just rolling out and panning out organically and, you know, certain foundations have been laid, you just got to let them flow really. So, I mean, currently yeah. um, I've, I've kind of got into, you know, into property as well. Um, it's very early stages. Okay. It's almost like a family thing, which is, which is starting to go very well. Me and my brother are really pioneering that. Um, so, I mean, I can, I guess I can tell you a little bit more about that. Um, if, if, if you would like. Yeah. 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 Please. So, I mean, essentially there's, there's, there's two main legs to it. Eventually it should be three. Um, so the first one, it's a portfolio. So, you know, the whole idea is, you know, we, we, we own uh, a portfolio of properties um, and we mm-hmm. continue to add them on. And, you know, there's many other things we can do if we want to, you know, sell one on, buy more in different areas, um, potentially, yeah. um, you know, maybe invest in maybe some shares in other property companies. So there's like the asset side and then there's a the property management side. Um, so essentially we'll be managing um, other people's properties, other landlords' properties for them, of course, for for a rate. And, and my brother is actually a software engineer. So, um, yeah, he's a right. software engineer. So he's actually um, in a in a process of constructing and making um, a technology to help landlords manage um, all their admin duties a lot better. Um, so eventually, he's going to have those three legs. But currently, um, you know, it's it's just it's the two legs of the um, the, the portfolio and the, and the, and the management at the moment. So that's, that's, that's keeping me very busy at the moment. There's lots of, you know, stuff with the, the lawyers, yeah, solicitors, sure. um, sorting all things out on that end. But, um, so, so it, it, you know, when people talk about yeah. property, you know, I just hear dollar signs and I hear excitement and I hear I've made this much yeah. profits on this property. Yeah. And this. You, know, you know, when you, when they talk about yeah. a flip to property yeah. and, I, and I did this, it all sounds nice, isn't it? Mm. So, what is the day to day? What's the real stuff? What are you keeping busy with when it comes to property? Obviously, it's a it's a great it's a great thing to go into. But what are you finding in the beginning stages of this business? Mm. So, to one, it's it's just a lot of legal stuff, to be honest, because um, there's many different parties. You know, there's, there's dealing with the lawyers, um, of course, there's, you know, dealing with mortgages as well. So the banks are involved. Um, so it's just a lot of admin, you know, a lot of you know signing these documents over. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so at the moment is is a lot of the is, is paperwork stage. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, the next stage is you know looking at um, you know a few more properties to add on to it. So you know we're gonna have to you know go through the whole process of you know searching, and of course this COVID things had a had had quite a crazy effect on it because. Yeah, um, sure. you know, even even when it's come to the, the the viewings, everything's a bit different now, right? Um, so yeah, it's 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 just 
making it work um, in these in these current conditions. And I let everything's a lot mm. slower now as well. You know, things which should have taken you know six months, you know, they're taking a lot more, a lot longer now. Um, and it's it's all because of this process. For example, someone was meant to come, someone was meant to come in and kind of have have a have a valuation because of this whole COVID. Just sending someone out, you know, it's, yeah. it's just delayed it by months. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's all part of the game, though, right? It's, it's all part of the process. Well, that that's the thing I wanted to ask because I've got another th- a question here about um, about mm. COVID disruptions. How have you, you know, how have you changed your mindset about adapting to your surround, adapting to the times and things that's happening? Not maybe not specifically COVID yeah. right now, but you can use that as an example of how you adapt to when change mm. happens and you have to make drastic changes. What are the things that you are putting in place in your life to to adapt better mm. or things like yeah. that? I mean, to be honest with you, Xavier. Um, I, I'm 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 always looking at the, the positive side of things, and I'd be lying mm. if I said um, you know during this period things have been terrible for me and my mental health has been down. And to be honest with you, you know, I've I've you know I've looked at the positive side, you know, like you know saved a lot of costs for traveling, um, you know things I had it sort have it sorted out in my house. I've managed to kind of clean a lot of stuff up, pack things up. In fact, mm, um, you know, just reaching out to certain friends and staying and, you know, communicating with certain people I wouldn't be communicating as much with. Now I'm communicating a lot more with them, interestingly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, mm, if I'm going to think of good. specific things, staying in contact with friends, you know, just calling. Um, gym is a big thing for me, you know. So when when, when the gyms were mm. closed, that was kind of a... Um, I, that, that was a yeah. lot back but um, what, what I'd done I kind of invested in some weights so um, okay. that helped to kind of um, you're doing a bit of training at training home training at home training at home that really helps you know even your mental health gym with gym oh um, yes and and you find yourself being consistent with that finding finding proper yeah, routine yeah, and absolutely I've managed to stick to my routine and with that um, even at one point um, I started I started jogging and that's something um, which I Okay, and that just came from you know the whole trend. You know, you you know when the lockdown started, and um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, okay. Let's 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 jog now. Let's actually go running. So um, that's something I started. Let's explore this thing that I've never explored before. Literally, literally that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same. I, I don't think running is not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd rather go running. swimming. But it's good. It, it definitely does something to you. Definitely, I think to be honest with Put you, your to in, be honest, go for a run. To be honest with you, Xavier, I think like I think running is actually the most effective for me. Um, like after I've mm. come back from a good run, like my heart is beating, my heart is pumping, you know, and I feel like it's been yeah, effective. Um, but it, it just takes so much to get out there. Yeah, I think sometimes you just find the balance, you know, finding the balance of what works for you, and also having a reasonable level of effectiveness as well, because. You know, cycling, right? That's something I enjoy. Bet I enjoy more than running, um, and I still yeah. find that to be effective for me. So I'll kind of break it up. I'll maybe this week I'll cycle and do just my weights, and you know I, I won't run. Maybe another week I'll be running, and I I wouldn't do my cycling. I'm kind of just mixing it up between the different 
there the are different things you can do to kind of stay fit, to be honest. Yeah, get, get, getting a bit of variety in your it. training. That's it. Mm. I read this thing once where he said um, he was trying to get somebody to start mm. training and they found it very hard. And he said, you know, the heaviest weight in the gym is the front door. <laughs> and if you, can, yeah. if you can lift that, if you can move that, you've already won. Yeah. So he encouraged this person to um, every yeah. day for three weeks, just go to mm. the gym, get in your car, get dressed, go to your gym, open the door, close it and go back home. After a few days, obviously you get a bit frustrated because now mm. you're there. You've now you've built up this whole um, energy mm. to go and you're ready to work out even though it's hard. And he said, no, no, just open the door, turn around and come back. And he did that for days and days and days. And after I think a, a week or so, he stopped and he said to him, okay, you don't have to go anymore. And he was so motivated mm. to go, he did it anyway. And the habit of just getting up, even though you don't want to, started yeah. to change. And it helped him a lot to when he started to get to the gym, although it was very hard for him to do the exercises and the training, he already had the mindset of, no, 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 I'm not going to stop mm. doing this. I've, I've got here already. I've opened the door. I'm in. So whatever's going on from now to do the session, I'm going to be able to do it. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's just taking that first step. Mm. You, you know what that reminds me of? Um, something I kind of read, um, not exactly, but similar. Something I read in a book called Atomic Habits. Um, a lot of people are talking about this book. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love awesome. it. yeah James, James Clear. Clear. James Clear, yeah. So I think one part, I'm sure you know this, um, he was talking about um, every time you you do a certain act, um, you're casting a vote to the kind of identity which you end up believing, right? Um, mm -hmm. so Very good. I found that so interesting, you know, like every time like you a small habit of just doing your bed every morning, you, you embody the identity of a, a clean, a tidy person. And if you keep doing that, eventually you start yeah. believing you are a clean, tidy person. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. Saying, you know, the, the goal good. I found it so interesting. It's like people say, Oh, I'm, I'm just going to finish this book. I'm just going to finish this, um, this series. But like, it's the goal isn't just to finish that is to be a reader. Right. That's what we're saying. It's like, mm. like folks change your mindset to let me just, reach this goal and finish this book to I want to be a reader. Um so yeah, I find mm. it so interesting, man. Just little things you do um almost change your whole identity. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's not what you do, it's um who you, who become. you become. Who you become who you that's becoming. it. Who are you becoming? And the habits and the, the things that you place in your life is who that's you become. It. But if you if you if you focus on just getting goal done, then the goal is the thing that you become because you're the person who just tries to get things done. You're not, you're not mm -hmm. becoming. So that is who you are. That is your identity. You are now the identity of a person who only wants to achieve the thing and get the tick, mm. yeah. get the job done. But you're not focusing on who you're becoming in the process. Exactly, exactly. I think it even and, goes uh, further to say, yeah, I love it. it even goes further to say that once you've achieved that goal, you've kind of lost the motivation to keep going, right? It's kind of like, and you give an example, like someone yeah. someone has a goal to lose, you know, you know this, this, this amount of kg. Once they've hit that, yeah. then they go straight back. Yeah, because now, now what? what? 
Yeah, I found that so interesting. And it's just, obviously, it's, it's, it's not groundbreaking, but it's just being aware of that. You know, we don't think of these things. Simple, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, when you think about what is, what is success, mm. If if you think of, there's so many different definitions and throughout history there's always been um, uh, certain ideas of what success yeah. means to different people and I think like you were saying now success is not uh, something you achieve it's not a it's not mm. an outcome it's not it's not something at the end and then you get there and now okay I've woken up and now I'm successful it's it's success is a mm-hmm. journey continuous. It's falling in love with yeah. the process. It's true. And that's what you're saying. You are successful in something when you are, you've, you know, you're in love with what you're busy doing, the progress that you are achieving each day and you're getting better at it and you are in fulfilled in that mm-hmm. category. You are becoming successful. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So let me ask you, have you got something I've mm-hmm. noticed you 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 the type of person, and you know, I, I know you from yeah. church, and that's where a lot of us uh, might see you around. And you're very you're very a positive person, <laughs> positive attitude. Is this is this a Ghanaian <laughs> thing? Are you born you born, born with that, or oh, is it <laughs> is it a is it a decision that you have to make at some point? Ah, uh, you know what? It's, it's, like, it's, it's a, that's it's, it's a it's a it's a, it's a Tough question to answer, you know. To be honest with you, I think it's a bit of both. I think I'll be lying to you if I said my my parents are happy, aren't happy people. Um, my parents are happy people. They're, they're positive people. So I think um, inherently um, I am a positive, um, happy person. But saying that, um, I'm very intentional um, about mm. maintaining that positive mindset, you know, and there's there's many things I kind of put in place to make sure I keep that going and you know like I've realized like that the friends that the people I, I'm very intentional the people I I, I kind of stay keep around me because mm-hmm. I know I know how easy it is for negative mindsets to rub off on people so I'm very intentional and 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 even when I'm not around people who are necessarily positive i'm very intentional and mindful of what i allow to rub off on me yeah um so yeah i'll say inherently <laughs> you know my parents are very happy people so i have that there but i'm very intentional i'm very intentional like like i watch a lot of motivational things um I watch, i'm always okay. i'm always conditioning my mind um to stay positive always conditioning my mind I'm listening to 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 people who motivate me who inspire me, um, people I'm always learning from. And again, as I said, keeping my, myself around around people who are who are positive also to maintain that mindset. Have you got a few things that you could share that you're listening to or reading or watching at the moment? Yeah, so um to one I listen um I, I, I listen to a guy called Ed Milet a lot. Ed Milet. Um, I listen to someone called Patrick Bet David. Yep. Um, I went through a phase where I was listening to a lot of Jim Rohn. He's like an old school classic. Um, yeah. yeah, I've heard yeah, of him. Yeah, he helped me a lot, actually. I mean, just his his mindset just helped me a lot. Um, and I, I mean, to be honest, I mean, 
of course. I mean, every Sunday as well, you know, like my pastor, um, Pastor Tabu, mm. I mean, it's just like just listening to listening to his his sermons every Sunday, like you, you can't stay the same. <laughs> Your mindset can't stay the same. So um yeah, that that's mm. that's that's the people I would say. So I want to pick your brain yeah. a little bit about how, on on a normal day, how do you uh, retain this information, or how how do you listen to it? Do what what's the best way for you to listen? Like at what time of the day? What are you using? Practical things like this. Mm. What advice have you got? Um, to be honest, I, I, YouTube a lot. <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of YouTube. Um, I think. But is it at home, late at night, or first thing in the morning, or lunchtime, you know things you know like what that? what I do? Because yeah. I, as I'm working, right, I always listen to things in the background. Um, well, okay. there's certain tasks I can do where I can. So I always have YouTube playing um, in the background a lot of the time. I have huge, as I'm working, I have YouTube playing in the background, and this stuff is just consistently being, being in my mind. But in terms of how I retain things, I've realized that, I think I'm a I'm an auditory um, learner. Um, even looking back, you know, university when I'm preparing for presentations, what I'll do, I would record myself, right? I would just record myself in a voice note, and I'll just put it in my headphones when I'm traveling everywhere I go. I'll just be listening, listen to it, listening to it. Mm-hmm. Right, listening to uh, yourself giving a voice note about that yeah, lecture or exactly, about that. Exactly. Thing. Yes. Yeah. I'll be. I'll record myself. I mean, if, this is an example. If it's a, if it's a presentation, right? I would listen yeah. to myself, and in that process, you know, I just, I just, I retain it a lot more. And even if it's not myself, if it's something um, I'm playing with someone else, but I, I need to learn it the same way. I just play, play it in my headphones wherever I go. Um, and I learn it that way. I write things down a lot as well. Um, I've got in the habit of writing things down. What on your phone? My, my your notes, notes or do you flooded. use notes? My notepad. My notes is flooded. Okay. Flooded. Um, <laughs> Just with ideas and things you're thinking yeah, yeah, I've about. Got in the habit of it. I mean, once upon a once, I think some years ago, um, I, I, had a, I have a good friend actually, and he was like, David, you need to start writing things down. Because I always have these crazy ideas, and I'm always really positive and stuff, but. Wasn't writing things yeah. down that day. We need to start writing things down, and I bought a whiteboard, um, and I'm yeah. My you see my whiteboard. Write everything on there, um, and make something. Is your whiteboard filled in your bedroom with big it's ideas? Filled, 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 filled. <laughs> and also, like as I said, my notes. When something comes to mind, I've got in a habit to automatically just put it in my notes. Now it's got to a point where I don't even think about it, um, even. Like I have a section where I, I build my 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 vocabulary. I listen. To, I hear I hear a word I've never heard before. Uh, wow, I love yeah. it. And I just I just put it down. I just note it down. A quote I've heard. Nice. I'm gonna put that down. So I've got in the habit of just writing things down. Yeah, and I like yeah, that. It helps a lot. It helps a lot. And sometimes I'll just sit down and review and just go through all these these words and all these notes and say, Oh, have I put this into practice? Have I used this word recently? You know, I read something the other day which was quite yeah. powerful it said you know it was doing a research about uh, n- mm. neurology about the mind and the thoughts and it was talking about the mind is not designed to hold all the information mm. the mind is designed to create information wow. to create ideas to create wow. thoughts 
but you can try and think of systems or way to take those thoughts and put them down somewhere, write them down somewhere or put them in a voice. Like you say, whatever, whatever works for you. And then the mind is almost like a, it's a bit more free to be able to, you know, come up with new things or, or, or to continue on this thought process. But at least you don't have to worry which file system it is in, in the back mm. of my head. Obviously, your the file system in your head is so powerful, but it's hard to reta- bring back a memory or bring back a quote or something to remember it exactly. You, you know, it's very hard to say, I- I'm going to remember that, that quote so exactly sense. and that's going to help me. That makes so much sense. A lot of time, I, I would write something down, for example, and I will fully believe I've, I've remembered it. You know, at the time, at the time, yeah. like, I, I know yeah. this, I remember it. I'm not going to forget this. Yeah. And then a scenario will come where I need, for example, this word would be ideal. This up. word would be ideal right now. I'm trying to explain something. Ah, what's this word? <laughs> and I quickly flick on my notes. I'm like, yes, there it is. Yes. <laughs> or yes. not even just a word or, you know, it could be a, a, a quote, a quote I wrote down, which would yeah. help someone's point. So it's true. It's true. It's definitely true, man. That's, that's definitely true. What resources have helped you along the way? So you started, you, you and your brother doing your property mm. business now, which is which is more yeah. recent, am I right? Over the last uh, year or so, when when was it started? Um, so to be honest with you, yeah, this this has been this the property thing. We started in 20, 2021, very fresh. Um, twenty twenty one. I mean, I think some. Ago. I mean, some processes, you know, started towards the end of last year. But, uh, you know, mm. everything was formed officially, put things in place and, you know, all, all the all the groundwork has been rolling out mainly um, in 2021. So, yeah, that's that's all very fresh, um, to be honest with you. Before that, um, of course, I, I started a company called 3D Parties. Um, yeah. Yep. I think that's where most people, if, <laughs> yeah. they, if they know you, they know they you do, from 3D Parties. Yeah, when you really think of David, you fully think of the, the bouncing castle, that's what man. You think of. <laughs> But for someone who doesn't know you, what is 3D Parties? Um, where was that? How was that? Yes, yeah, so, um, 3D Parties um, is a children's entertainment company, um, events company specialised in the children's entertainment sector. Um, three main elements to the company. So, you know, you have the inflatable. So, you know, rent out bouncer castles. Um, you have the media. So, you know, photography, mm-hmm. geography renting out PA speakers and then the last element is fun food. So, you know, popcorn machines, candy floss machines. And the whole idea is that mm-hmm. you, know, you can mix and match between the three core elements to create a package to save parents running around like a headless chicken trying to find this here, find that there is it's quite a lot as it is. And um I mean to be honest, um very, very quickly we evolved into just hosting parties. Um we realized that, you know, parents you know even when you have all these goods you know the popcorn and that stuff they, they still need to keep their children entertained there's quite quite a good job you yeah. know running around yeah. everywhere you know it's, it's quite it's quite a lot of effort so then we just started hosting um doing games facilitating we have a team who will come and just take care of the party for you so um that's 3d parties that's 3d parties uh it started in university actually um, I went to Kingston University, and in in my the summer break of my um, my first year, I had this idea, and um, 
I was actually doing photography as a hobby. I had a friend who was, I'm just, I'm just explaining how I started, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So I had a friend who who, who was an amazing photographer, and he really inspired me. And I was like, "Wow, I want to start doing photography." So I started doing photography, trying to build my portfolio, um, doing little events here, events there, and um, it was my little brother's—not my little brother, my friend's little brother's birthday—and I said, "Look, I'm trying to build my portfolio. Do you mind if I?" Um, you know, cover this. I, I'll, I'll do the photography, you know, for free. So, you know, just I'll just do it for you. Mm. She was like, absolutely, of course. And the other leg to the story is my mum bought a bouncy castle once and she shipped it to Ghana. And and when 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 she came back, um, she was telling me it was so popular. I was like, David, everyone was paying to go, wanted to pay to go in there. Wow. I was like, really? People were willing to yeah. pay to go in there. So I was like, interesting. So what I did, I bought just a cheap castle on eBay and um, I was ready to ship it to Ghana and get someone there to, you know, manage it for me or something like that. So I had it sitting, sitting just in my, in my, in my house waiting to be shipped. And when it came to the time of me doing a photography for my friend's birthday, I said, look, I have a bounce castle there as well. Can I test it out? So I set it up um, for my friend's little brother's birthday. I was doing a photography and, um, a lot of people were asking, David, can we rent this bouncer castle well? And I thought, why am I shipping this to Ghana when people want it here? Mm, kind of yeah, thought about, yeah, I got thought it. About, let me make a package with the photography and the, the fun food element came to it. And yeah, I just, I just started going, you know, just with that, just with this, this, that cheap castle. And I had, I had, a, I had a little Vo- Vauxhall Astra at that time. I put the seats, seats down. And I was just going like yeah, that, classic. and um, I got so I got momentum. You know, the, the university got helped me out at one point. I started doing a, I done a Christmas party for oh, the nice. university. Um, got some momentum, and I bought a little van. Then I put a, bought proper equipment with my student loan, um, and yeah, I just kept going from there. Really, so that's that's how it formed. And then, you know, we started getting. Um, some people started seeing what was happening and wanted to kind of get involved and reached out and you know built built a small team and yeah so that's 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 still mm-hmm. that's that that was that was very you know had a had a great great time um, working to to build that up. Yeah, it kind of started with uh, with nothing really, just a just a friend that asked for a small favor. Exactly, exactly. And and you were able to turn it into something much bigger. Mm. Mm. through opportunity exactly, exactly but i like your idea when you said um you know okay so i went and bought one yeah. and it was sitting at your yeah. house so you know that, that small act of just going to spend that money some people in university might not have the money to mm-hmm. buy stuff they might not have the capital to go out and get all this yeah. equipment they think I'm going to need the sumo suits I need the inflatables I need the castles I need the paint I need mm. the van before I can start. But you started with one thing and that's it in your back of your house and put your car seats down. I think that's, that's something I have learned actually as well. And I think that, that that's a very good lesson actually. Just start with what you have, where you can. And, you know, things can grow organically, you know. Because um, a lot of times, as you said, we want to have everything there um, at the scale of, you know, where we want it at that time where sometimes you've got to grow into that. Right. So that, that is definitely yeah. a lesson I learned from that. And then, um, you also 
was busy with uh, Gleam safety. Yes, 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 yes. Another thing you started. Yes, but, yeah, <laughs> that, that 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 was a very interesting thing as well, actually, and um, still still working, still working in the back in the background of that. So with that, um, yeah, so it was a university project, and um, we had to start up a business. It was a module, right? You had to start up a business. So you know, we had a, got a team together. Um, and yeah, we came up with this idea. It was like, look, there's a big issue with cycling casualties in the UK. Um, what could we do? I think we was going to do a backpack initially, um, where, you know, you could have indicators on a backpack. Um, but it just wasn't viable, um, at that time for us with what we had, the resources. So kind of simplified it. So why don't we just make a, you know, reflective glove, which looks like indicators, you know, so when you put your hand out right and left, um, it's clear, um, where, where the cyclist is turning to kind of reduce the, the casualties at junctions. Um, yeah. so yeah, we, 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 yeah, we reached out to some manufacturers and funny enough, we didn't expect it to be great. And when the prototype came back from that first manufacturer, we was all shocked was that, Whoa, this is actually a cool product. <laughs> and we had, um, cool. yeah, we had, uh, we had like a, it was a, a university, fair competition i think it was the first competition we had um for the startup module so you had to present your idea and it came just in time and we won that then we was like wow there's some attraction here and we applied for we Uh applied for this competition in university called bright ideas king's university does it every year and you can win cash prize up to like two thousand pounds and you present to these investors um i think people like opportunity like um the ceo of Labara and you know there's some some you know great alumni Kings University yeah. Cup yeah and we applied for that and we won that <laughs> so we won that and we started to get lots of momentum like at Kings University everyone knew about us everyone was writing articles about us and then we applied for the UK national um so that's right What's so that? that that's a it's a competition across the whole UK for startups um and we, any startup no it was just for university startups and okay, we were representing right. kingston university um so i think it's over it was over 300 over 320 um different universities and we won that <laughs> <laughs> we won that we had a killer pitch we had wow. a killer pitch we had an amazing pitch um so we won that um and then because we won that we we went through to the European Championship, so that's the whole of Europe, right? No um, way. And this was a we had a challenge here because um, my team were were made up of some international students, and they couldn't fly to Romania because the competition was in Bucharest. So mm, they okay. couldn't fly to Romania. Um, but I was like, no, we're not we're not going to just stop this here. Um, I'll go by myself. <laughs> So just you, yeah, you I, went. I said, I'll go by myself. And um, it was like, really? Everyone was shocked. Like, they, even the, the organizers, and I was like, yeah, I'll go. I'll learn, I'll learn you guys' parts, and I'll go. I mean, let's, let's compete. Yeah. Um, so I I'll actually flew risk. to Romania by myself um, to represent the UK. Um, great, Come on. great experience. And we didn't win the whole competition, but I did win an award. Um, but um, oh, it was an awesome experience. It was absolutely amazing. So that, yeah, that. That experience must be 
um you know you never forget phenomenal, that phenomenal i met some great people the judges even i met um like a vice president from you know, the global ralph loren head office i met um someone senior um a chairman in hitachi um and you know wow. it, it's it helps it helps you know like with your with your with your with your network your connections also helped even my confidence you know just being a pitching to all those people and just knowing that you know i i persevered and i kept going despite of that challenge yeah i mean i think you know we were talking about earlier the thing when i look back and think okay why would you consider david to be a confident guy why do i why am i considered confident mm. and i look back and like these mm. little things you you decide to do you know it's casted a vote right to the kind of person i've embodied yeah. so um yeah great experience great experience building building the character because now your character can sustain you for the next big exactly. challenge which might be even bigger next time but you know listen i've conquered that lion i've slayed the bear with exactly. my bare hands, I can take on this, this next exactly. thing, exactly. Goliath. So, is that still going? So, is it still busy? Yeah. So, with that, um, I won't get into the details, but um, the, the it got a bit political in terms of um, you know, some of the people involved. Um, but eventually, we came up, come up, to, we came up to some sort of agreement. Um, so I kind of, kind of left it there, and I kind of revamped. Revamped it. I kind of revamped it. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm in the process of working on something, and it's looking really good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll wait until the next podcast before I tell you more about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll schedule you in for sure. Because <laughs> I see every time I see you, there's something new, <laughs> there's something different. You're on. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to. Not, not, not changing your mind all the time, but in in the sense of always thinking, always adapting, and always um, innovating. Yeah, I would say that's true. I think you have to be, don't you? you have to it's be. true. I think yeah, adapting is a good word, you know. Because even to one with the three D parties, I, I'm not done with that. But at the moment, I, uh-huh. I, I had to cancel a lot of yeah. bookings. I mean, before the lockdown came, I had lots of bookings in 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 store, so I had to refund a lot of people, and you know, but. I know that I have everything in place to still keep that going because the moment things get lifted, the moment things are back to normal, I have I have systems in place now. I've, I, I, I was very intentional of kind of creating systems for 3D parties in the sense where it can run without me. That's where I was I was I was moving towards um, making sure this yeah, thing yeah, can, yeah. can run if I'm not there. And you know, I built a brand now. So just a matter of kind of revamping and just executing the the strategy, the marketing strategy I, I have placed. So again, it's timing, right? Um, it's not it's not the best time to do that. So I'll just park it there for now. Um, let's shift onto something else. Yeah. For which, up, what, what I can do now, this property thing, that's you know, it's requiring a lot of information. It's require sorry, is requiring a lot of attention right now and a lot of energy. And it makes sense right now. It works with this current climate, so I'm gonna keep focused on that. Again, this this new glove product um, I mentioned to you, I'm working on that as well behind the scenes. Um, so yeah, adapting. I think that's 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 the that's the word adapting. I think I did a similar thing as well. Where that's why 
I like I like speaking to you because you I found myself thinking similar in a very very uh, many ways where I also last year in I think it was around March April I started another business on mm. the side working as an engineer mm. construction sites were closed mm. so that meant you, you couldn't, couldn't go in you couldn't go into sites so I could do a lot of work from home but I had to adapt and I had to learn what can I do from yeah. home in my field that I'm working in but at the same time there was a lot of my mind's racing so it, it's thinking of different mm. ideas and stuff and, I, and people have ideas all the time there's loads of ideas and if you run with every single idea you have you won't be successful in one or two good things mm. but one thing that I found and I did enough research on it and I had an itch that wouldn't go away it wouldn't leave me unless I tried it, That's unless it. I went for it. So it was uh, virtual, virtual mm. tours, 300, 360 degree virtual tours. And that's another business I've started mm. now called uh, Tate Virtual, where we do uh, similar to, you know, you were talking about properties where you can't, people can't come and visit the mm. properties. So we do 360 degree virtual tour of properties or museums or um, schools. We've done a few high schools, primary okay. schools, where they do a 360. So on their laptop or wherever they are, they can view the whole mm -hmm. building business, walk through the whole building without having to physically go Very there, good. which is something that I found. I saw an idea of it on, on Instagram and I thought, gosh, I'm sure this is possible. I can turn this into a real thing that can mm. be done. So doing the, uh, like you say, and now people are, it's becoming more of a um, demand mm -hmm. because people are finding out that during mm -hmm. this time you have to adapt. And real estate, you can't see people coming in or schools, your parents can't come to see their, the school that they want to enroll their kids into. And that's been, that's been a successful thing. So I'm running that now on the side as well. So it's like you were saying, you have to think of things that is going to be work mm -hmm. for, 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 for the demand that's happening right now. Yeah, it's true. And work in your line. You know, you might have an itch of something. And for me, I, I would have to scratch that itch. Otherwise, it, it's going to annoy me. It will annoy me if I don't do something about it. Even if it fails, I would rather do something, try it out and fail than you know what if what if i tried that you know and regret yeah yeah like I, it's funny you say that that is always ringing through my mind that's that's my mind is conditioned like that like even with this with this glove thing because you know when you know in your spirit you know in your heart that this thing will work you know when you know yeah. something you know something and despite how many hurdles despite the challenges you it's just, I just need to know that I've given all I can give. And if it doesn't work, then I'll, I'll be at rest because I know that I gave all I, I could. But the worst thing is not knowing. <laughs> Imagine I'm, I'm, knowing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grown now yeah. and I'm like, what if, you know, just I'm telling myself that could have been it. What if? Yeah. That's, that's, that's just such a terrible feeling. Talking about what if have you have you got any uh, Bitcoin there? Have you? You know what? <laughs> have you looked you know into what? any of that? Only recently, I'm starting to open my mind to you know these kind of things. 
Um, usually I'm very, I want to get my hands on things I can fully control. I understand it fully and I want to run with it. I don't yeah, really like fiddling yeah. to stuff. You know, I'm not too, it could be ignorance, but I'm not educated on. But just speaking to, you know, I have a friend who's kind of just got into it recently and um, he's sharing some, you know, some numbers with me and some, some think directions he's going towards and things he's seeing. And it's, it, it makes sense. And, mm. you know, my, my eyes, I'm, I'm opening up to it a little bit more. <laughs> I'm opening up to it a little more. I haven't, yeah. I haven't got no Bitcoins or anything like that or any, any currency, any cryptocurrencies. But um, now I would be willing to do some more research into that um, to potentially invest in that. Mm, I, I, I'm the same. I, I did have at, at one point, um, not Bitcoin, but I did do the research. And I was looking into it and stuff. But it's one of those things where, you know, maybe like you say, it's out of ignorance or something. But when you desire to know about something, then you put all your effort mm. into it. But I'm the type of person that I'm not willing to put all the effort into researching it right oh. now because even though it might be a big thing it might kick off it's still not going to be something that excites me right now mm. i mean just the money side of it it, it doesn't that's true you, you have to do research about it and you have to be excited about what you do the things that you do that's true um i think that's why as well at the time when i was researching and i was looking into it and trying out the trading stuff it's it, it wasn't I wasn't prepared to put everything, all my time and effort into trying to make it a success. I had other things I would rather prioritize. Mm, it's true. I, I, and if it's, if it's the right decision or not, that is that is something that you know yeah, you yeah. learn as you get older. Well, I, I love what you just said there. Though, you, you know, even though it may work financially, it may it may take off financially, but if you're you're not passionate, you know, the heart's not in it. You know, you still made the right decision yeah. <laughs> because if you're going to do something, your heart does need to be in it, right? Where where can we find you? Where can the people find you? Connect with you? See what you're up to? See what's going um, on? To be honest, I mean, as I said, I'm I'm not on Instagram now, but I will be back. So you know, you add me on Instagram, um, Mister D Bodu. Um, Bodu spelled B O A D U. So Mister D Bodu. Um, also add me on Facebook. Um, yeah, I'm on there now and now and then, but, um, besides that, I have seasons where I'm on LinkedIn more than other times. Um, but again, yeah, David Bodie, you'll find me on, on both of those platforms. Amazing. Well, let me just say as a, as a friend, thank you, um, for, for, for taking the opportunity or taking the, 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 the invitation, accepting it to come do this podcast with me. Yeah, no, It was thank brilliant. You man thank you man it's been it's been a pleasure speaking with you man it's, it's got a really interesting conversation um very like-minded and mm. you know i actually appreciate you you know deciding to um reach out to me you know choose to actually you know interview me here i, I really appreciate it. it was nice having that chat with you 100 mm, percent. i have a um desire to want to help young people and and you were speaking about how you were thinking about when you were at university yeah. and all the things you were yeah. doing and the fact that you went to like Romania by yourself, things like that. I, th I believe that there are a lot of people in uni mm. or younger people, maybe not even, but they just have these things that's going on in their head constantly and they don't know how to, uh, what's the mm. next step. 
you know, what do I do? What, what if I fail? What if I don't have the right resources? What if the friends, what if, what if we fall out with my, me and my friends, mm. etc. cetera. So um, it was nice. It was nice speaking to you. Yeah, and um, we'll find you. Thank All you very right, much. Javier. Thank you so much, man. I'll see you soon.